Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tammy Elizabeth writes. You'd be surprised by how many times a woman sits in her car or in the shower or in the laundry or at the sink and quickly cries because she's so stressed. Because when she shows her face again, she looks untouched and unbothered and manages to sport a beautiful smile and carries on like she's fine. Women are some of the most resilient creatures. Appreciate them. Hello, I'm Claire Tonti. Welcome to my podcast, Just Make the Thing, a show for people who want to start a thing and keep on making it. Today, I have two very special guests in my studio, Mandy and Kate from Two Peas in a Podcast. These two are powerhouse women. Their podcast, Two Peas in a Pod, has just skyrocketed. It's a brilliant show. The most important thing about this show is their friendship. They started it to really explore all of the feelings and experiences they've had since having their twins who have a variety of different disabilities. Gosh, I learned so much from these women. I cried with them as I listened to their show and their story is one of heartbreak and grief but also humour and creativity and joy in parenthood and in all of the mess. I hope you love them just as much as I do. Here they are. Mandy and Kate. We're on. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mandy and Kate. Hello, Hello Oh, I'm so, it's so surreal actually having you in my house because wow. I've been listening to you nonstop Aww. for a couple of days. What a beautiful podcast you've created. Aww, thank thank you. you. And so for people who don't know, yes. I want to ask you first because you, you started a podcast yep. and it's become a really important podcast, I think, Aww. for a lot of people. How did it start? Like where did it start? <laughs> how did it start? I don't Mandy? know how it started. Oh, we, I think for about a year. Yeah, because we love saying, podcasts. Yeah, we love them. Yeah, and so I think we said we should start our own. We should start our own. We couldn't find anything in the area that we wanted to listen to that was Australian. or So Mandy and I talk about um, raising children with disabilities, additional needs and special needs. Yeah. And a lot of those podcasts are American, which yeah. is great. And a lot of them are quite um, faith-centred. Yeah. And so we were like, well, we don't fit that mould. We, li- we listen to them, but we yes. don't fit that mould. Yeah. So. And we just thought we want Australian voices. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. women. And right. women. Women. And, women. And we're the, we're the age group that loves podcasts, so you want to hear us, we think. And we didn't really think anyone would listen, but it was such good therapy. It really, really well, we just is and anyway. was. Yeah. yeah. And, and we had the headspace yes. to give it a go. So I had been in a women's choir for five years and I'd left that. And so I was thinking about what I could do creatively mm-hmm. and I just felt like the universe said now's the time. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about your experience, I guess, with disability and with different abled children? Yeah. And So I have five children, three of them who are probably atypical. Yep. And then I have identical twin boys who are 14 who have a whole range of different issues going on and I don't always talk about the specifics because they probably will listen one day Mm. and it's Mm. really my journey parenting children who um, don't fit into the mould where do you go to school where do you 
what sporting groups can you join, all of that sort of stuff and the grief and joy that comes along with that. Mm. So that's that's my mm. – yeah. And you call them Buzz and Woody. We do, yeah. Right. <laughs> she had we that sorted out straight away. <laughs> yeah, the Buzz and Woody. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. I have a four-year-old who's really into Toy Story. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Absolutely. And do you want to share? So I have twin girls yeah. and that's how Kate and I met. Yes. So my girls are 14 and they're fraternal twins and uh, they both have a hemiplegia cerebral palsy, so one left and one right. And one of my daughters also has an intellectual disability. So I just thought no one's really talking about twins or I just felt there's a massive gap in the twin world or the multiple birth world. Um, And I work in the multiple birth world as well. And so there's a lot of, you know, glory in having the perfect twins and then no one talks about families like mine. So I have one girl in mainstream school and one in a special school. And so I was like, who am I going to find to understand what I'm going through? I can't Mm. find anybody. So I thought, oh, well, we'll just, we'll be the people. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I love about your podcast. You're always saying, I need to find my people. I need to find my tribe. Yeah, all the time. Because you feel lonely when you're different. So um, we, now no one's lonely anymore. No. <laughs> no. What's the feedback you've had from people? Oh, it's every day. Overwhelming every day. Every yeah. day for five months. Yeah. Just yeah. email after email, messages. Yep. Messaging. Instagram, yep. Facebook. We can't keep up with it really. No, we can't actually. It's getting a bit hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and the people, it's not like someone just sends a one line saying, I've really enjoyed podcast. listening. We get like two A4 page letter of I've cut this down but this is what happened to me and their or stories this, yeah. and so you can't oh, we just cry. Go, yeah and we have to reply yeah we can't just go thanks amazing. <laughs> so we've decided we're going to compile a book one day yeah yeah that's our next move <laughs> you know and then yeah. people can have it yeah, yeah. yeah. they can see their stories so yeah. yeah feedback yesterday the shopping center I got pulled a woman said oh my god Mandy <laughs> yeah because you're I said to her, I'm, I was still cleaning up dog diarrhea the other night. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, and I was at the Royal Children's on Tuesday and a physio came up straight up to me and said, everyone's listening in the hospital, Mandy. And I was like, what? So, wow. you know, that's yeah, huge awesome. actually from all allied health teachers, so many pediatricians, like oh. people that I would Never have thought. Professors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All the OTs, physios. And bothering to write to us. Yeah. Psychologists. Because that's something that struck me actually – Listening to you talk about what it was like in the hospital in those really early yeah. days, just I just cry, I just sobbed. Yeah. And look, I think for women in that situation and parents, there is so much that happens that is insensitive or accidentally insensitive yeah. or so confronting that yeah. you never thought you would be in those situations, even no. for people in all different types yeah, of situations. Right. Yep. You know, childbirth, all of those things yep. can be yeah. so traumatic yeah. and you just are thrust into this medical world yep. when they're your kids, right? Yeah, and you love them and yeah. it's in such your heart. A, in your heart. And you're yeah. vulnerable. Oh, my God. Very vulnerable. So I just vulnerable. don't think I realised how vulnerable little no. Mandy was. So yeah. vulnerable. And then you're trying to navigate specialists or even if you have a normal, for want yeah. of a better word, mm. birth, it's still trauma. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, here's your baby, breastfeed, off you go. Yeah. And I know my mum always talks about, so I'm 47 and when she had me, she was like, I was in hospital for two weeks. Yeah, my mum was too, oh, 10 days. Like, and they yeah. taught me how to feed yep. and they'd take you and give me a nap and she said, I felt loved. Yeah. And whereas I think we're like churned through. You don't yeah. feel loved. No, oh, no. No, you don't You don't feel loved. I think the Not baby feels a bit more prioritised yes. than you. Yes. Like my mum used to talk about that, that she went in and it was this special, you were treated yes. so specially because yes. you have done this incredible yes. thing. Yeah. Oh, my God, isn't that incredible? 
incredible. And, you know, mum talked about the nurses would look after her baby so she'd go have a date and oh, with yeah. my dad. Yes. And, no. yep. Oh, you don't get any no, of that. It no. doesn't feel special. And they want you to get dressed now. Like my mum was like, why are you dressed? Yes. She said, I just got different bed jackets and yes. I sat up in bed. No, yeah, in like those beautiful dressing yes. gowns and all of with the shoulder yeah, pads. She, yeah, my mum said she came home and knew what to do. Yeah, yeah. because it was two weeks. Yeah, oh, yeah. As opposed to a couple of days and out. Well, know. I think I was out after four days, and they were they were still in Niku. That. Like it was just like go home. Oh, no. You've got yeah. to go home, and then you've got to come back. Like I just didn't even ex- expect that I'd be kicked out. For for people who don't understand what Niku is oh, or yeah. what it's like, yep. Do you want to talk us through that? Well, so we had our twins premature. Now yep. I didn't know that I was having mine premature, but Kate did. Yep, mm. I did. Um, so Niku stands for neonatal intensive care unit. So that's one-on-one nursing with each baby. Mm. Now there's limited beds in the NICU and there's how many places in Melbourne? So Monash, the women's, the children's the and the Mercy. Yeah. So they're the four places that have NICU. Um, so, yeah, if you have a baby at any other hospital, it will be ambulanced to NICU if you have that baby before 34 weeks. And then you'll Gosh. be left in your hospital. Yep. <gasps> yeah. Yep. So that didn't happen to us. No, we knew. But we I know knew. people that that's happened oh, yeah. to. So oh, you're yeah. in one hospital, your yes. babies are in another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. Yep. It happens all, all the time. All the time, like every day probably. Because yeah. if you go into labour early, you go yeah. to the hospital that you were going to give birth in. That's but right. If you're or a you're a country town or. Teaching yeah. or tertiary hospital. They They're had there. Yeah. yeah, so we were at the same one. We were at Monash. Yep. Um, and thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. But even then there was a – you had a, you know, moment where they might have been sent to Tassie. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. they can go anywhere, Tassie, Canberra, Sydney. So Adelaide. what they do every morning <laughs> is, I don't know, ahead of some specialists will ring and find out where all the beds are because obviously premature babies aren't usually planned. Yeah. So – and then they deliver the baby and they'll send it wherever there's a bed. So imagine the trauma of that. Oh. Oh, the way you talk about that world and what it was like in that in those rooms. What I couldn't get over was how little care they gave you in a way, probably not yeah. by by accident, but oh. there's no bed for you. You're no. you've just had all this trauma whether it's a cesarean, whether you know yep. all of the yeah. tearing it. Yeah. Our listeners oh, yeah. all of that <laughs> stuff, you know that happens to you. Yep. And I mean, I could barely get out of bed after I had yeah. my yeah. son. No. And Kate walked the halls to go <laughs> oh and my, see her baby. I yeah. know that's yep. oh my god, I just sobbed. Yeah. My husband Jace kept coming in. He's like, "Are you a runner?" <laughs> and I just, I can't. Okay, and she walked. She walked all the way. And he's like, "Who's Kate?" She did. What are you talking about? Well, see, we we had a fireman in New South Wales listening to us, and he was crying. And his wife asked him what he was listening to, and he said, "Oh, it's just a footy podcast." He couldn't tell her. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, because. That, I could just see, I could feel the way that you spoke yeah. about it. I'm so sorry it's that still happened trauma. to you. Yes. Like, and I, I don't know, but there just isn't the resources to help the mums. So yeah. we have to keep these babies alive. Like that's, that's what's that's, important in yeah. the hospital. So the mums aren't important anymore. No. You're not a patient. The and your pregnancy patients. was super high risk. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I had the advantage of knowing my boys would be born early and doing a tour of the NICU and the special care, meeting staff before I went there. Yeah. So it, I'd seen what it was, where the where it was in the building, all of that. Did that help or was it scary? Well, for me it helped because we didn't think that the boys were going to be born. So once we thought maybe they would be, and up until when they were born we didn't know if they were going to um, be born alive, I just thought this is going to be someone else's problem. Like it was almost yeah. a relief a little yeah. bit that because I felt like, well, I'm keeping them alive but I can't do anything about it if they live or not. Yeah. So That's terrifying, Kate. <laughs> 
It yeah. was. Yes. No, it was really terrifying. Real trauma. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And people, like when you go to um, Monash Medical Centre, they've got like a place where they do scans on the high-risk women and there's a whole packed waiting room of all these women, all of them. You don't know. So when they start doing the scam, the first things they say is, all right, there's a heartbeat, there's a heartbeat. Then they look for the other things because they know the trauma in you of are these babies or baby alive mm. and all of those people sitting there with the same trauma and no one, you don't talk about it, you don't, you know. No, everyone should be getting a cup of tea. Yes. And and are we really, allowed to swear on this podcast or not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yes, you absolutely can. Well, I was just thinking, you know, put out the red carpet for those mummies. Oh, and I, oh my God. I cannot believe social that. workers or yes. volunteers who sit with you. Yeah. Sure, no, nothing. It's no. nothing like it was all of, it's all about the babies. And maybe and things have changed in 2019 because we it was 2005. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, mm. there's big change in the support for premature babies. There's, yes. you know, life's little treasures and miracle babies. I mean, we didn't have any of that. No. So I'd say if you were to have prem twins today at Monash, you would probably have a diff- little bit of a different story to us yeah, in terms maybe. of maybe, you know, they have packs where you get, you know, I don't know. We had the little outfit. I did get a little outfit. There were really nanas that worked for the the auxiliaries. Yes, yeah, and they gave me tiny little beanies. Yes, I did get tiny beanies. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I've got them too. Tiny. Oh, tiny. Yeah, those were kind of similar sizes. They were. My littlest was one point five, and the biggest was one point nine. She was quite big, actually. Yeah. Um, for thirty-one weeks, and that's nothing compared to some prems. No, no, little twenty-four weekers are. Yeah. Yeah, 400 grams, you know. Yeah, And that's the thing, I guess, isn't it? Every woman's experience or family's experience in this area is so different yeah. that you can feel guilty or something yeah. for, for feeling, yeah. you know, yep. I'm not as – that's not yep. as bad as my oh, situation yep. or, oh, every you know, day. they've got it better than me. And yep. yeah. that was something that I found really interesting too yeah. that you were talking about. Yeah. And you had a, like a – for want of a better word, normal pregnancy. Yeah, really, it or, was tricky, but yeah. nothing like Kate's. Like to me, yeah. it was painful from about twenty six weeks, but we didn't really know what was going on. I was having lots of back pain. I think I had a kidney infection actually, and no one picked it up. Yeah, it was. I was relieved when I remember saying to Mum that week, "I just want them out," and she said, "No, you actually have to suffer for them to be okay." Yeah, and she true. was right, but I was just like I couldn't even wipe my bottom anymore. I couldn't. I just had to wipe that from the front. I bet your listeners will be happy to hear that. Sorry, massive overshare. This is so great because there are so I'm sure there are so many other women yeah. that experience that, yeah. but no one says it. It to took you, me so ages to go to wipe one. my bum from the back again after I had them because I was oh just doing gosh. it from the front because oh I was gosh. so wide. Yeah. I couldn't like my arms stop there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Two just, babies is a lot of babies. It's a lot of it's, it's not just the lot. babies, it's the sacs, it's the, fluid. the fluid. Yeah. You know, so the it's this yeah. So it's yep. not just two babies. because people go, Oh well that's as much as a term baby. Yes, but kind of miraculous. You know, and we feel like that ways. about triplet mums. Like we can't yeah, really look wow. at them and we think, Wow, how Amazing. did they do no, it? We bow down before them. Yeah, we bow yep. down for the higher order multiples. Yep. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Um I wanted to ask you, you did say something I thought was really important that a lot of people don't talk about the long-term effects of premature babies. They, and they no one and talks prem. about it. No. And I, as I used to be a teacher and I've taught kids who are prem yeah. Yeah. and it was sort of mentioned but in quite a whisper. 
Yeah. yeah. And no one says anything yeah. majorly about it, even though I've taught kids of all different abilities, but yeah. you could definitely see that there were things that yeah. they were finding difficult definitely. in the education system. Yeah. What did you wish you'd known? I wish educators knew. Yeah. So I don't think, like even last week I went to a meeting at school about Buzz and I said, so the stress of the pregnancy and the premature birth, we were told that he would have a global delay and cerebral palsy. So they're like, oh, wow, he's really amazing, isn't he? Yes. And I said, yes, but I thought you you should know that as soon as someone says their baby was premature when they are enrolled, that's right. they should have had education to know, okay, you know, we need to put them on this path and there may be these, there may not be consequences because there are exceptions to every rule. Mm. But most children face ongoing issues. Yeah. And people don't want to talk about that because – when you have a tiny baby that's premature, it's stressful enough. Yeah, so you don't want to know don't about the future. Yeah, that. Yeah, and but I, we're saying, fourteen years down the track, yep. um, that this is lifelong ramifications. Yes, and when you're ready to hear that, if you've had a prem, then you know you're not alone. Yeah, that's right. But we're not going to go into hospitals and go, well, <laughs> they ate, watch out. Yeah, yeah no. Because no. people are celebrate prem babies and so we should because yes. it's amazing they're kept alive. It is. But there is ramifications of that too. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Sort of going on to this topic too, what is it that you wish people knew when you have kids of, with differing ability? What What is it that you wish people knew about what it's like? Well, for me, I wish people would knew that we're in a living grief or I'm in a living grief. So I will be, you know, it's, it doesn't mean that I can't live a great life, but I'm sad about their struggles and I think I'll be sad about it till the day I die. Mm. It's a long time to be sad. And so I want people to know that. Yeah. yeah. So for me as a parent, and I can't speak for my husband, he's got his own mind, but I'm sad about it yeah. every day. And I have to get up and keep going because they are here yeah. And they are fabulous, yeah. but I'm sad to watch them struggle. Yeah. yeah. Mm. My, I know that this is not achievable, but I just wish that society wasn't obsessed with normalcy. And so mm. diversity was just so embraced. And if, you know, you go somewhere and there's a child that's just doing laps of the <laughs> room, everyone's, ah, that's that child. You know, yeah. there's another child doing jigsaw puzzles. Good for that child. Yeah. But we want all the children to be doing jigsaw puzzles. Like that's what society wants. It's what yeah. kinders want, you know. So I think when your child doesn't follow that path, it's straight away isolating and you're judged. And, yeah, I would just wish people didn't give a fuck. That's what I <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> because totally. nobody is perfect. No. What is normal? Nobody's What's normal. normal? No, I know. I know. I love that story you talked about. You had sort of a beautiful dinner party where you'd set up <laughs> this beautiful table and, you know, because you, you both run your own businesses and yeah. yours is styling. Yeah. So yeah. I can only oh, imagine how She's glorious. amazing. It's glorious. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm so nervous when you were coming oh, to my house. Oh, Debbie. I've got like four-year-old stuff everywhere. Yeah, no, no, no. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then your beautiful son just gets up and runs I'm across the table. Oh, and, and a long table too. <laughs> <It's very> long. <laughs> oh my god! And then just sits back down like nothing had happened. Oh, he wanted the juice, oh, the didn't juice. he? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough too. Good on him. Um, but, but and then someone that, that was sitting at the table said something pretty. Well, yeah. So horrible. the other couple that was sitting there, they looked at each other, and the wife said to the husband, "I won't use the child's name, but oh, we're so blessed with Tommy." Mm. I was just like, oh. Because you're already really conscious that your child's just run down the <laughs> table. It's not something. 
nobody noticed. <laughs> yeah. But then they turned it around to, aren't we lucky aren't that that's not lucky. us? Oh, rather than having a good old laugh. Wow. Just, like, wow. Oh, mate, I could have passed it yeah, to you. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Or, yep. you know, could be a, a sprinter in the Olympics. You yeah, never know. That's right. Totally. Yeah. And and that's a, a judgment. It's the judgment. There's a lot of judgment when your children aren't neurotypical. Yeah. A lot. Mm. Because if you met my boys, they look whatever you want to – I don't know what this word is, typical. They yeah, look typical. they do. Yeah. But a few minutes into conversation, especially with one of them, you realise, okay. <laughs> You're okay. a character. Yes. You're a character. Yeah, you Character. Character. School describes him quirky, yeah. <laughs> quirky quirkster. Yeah, yeah. they're always my favourite kids. I know. Yes. Yeah, oh. I love them. Yeah, see life differently, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And don't we all need more of that? Yes, we do. Oh God, I think we're all so stuck in this perfect Instagram. Yeah. Everyone yes. has to look perfect, perfect, oh, bubble, and and it's not real. No, it's it's no. not good real. for your heart no. or for your head. It's not good for your kids. No. Like. Everybody has their own difficulties and challenges and people yep. can hide it a lot better, yeah. you know, whether whether they have wealth or, you know, the ability yeah. to mask all of that yep. stuff. Yeah. There's still a whole lot of shit going yes, on. That's yep. right. It's just people hide it. Yeah. You know? Well, I think podcasts are changing that I because it's too. giving people like us and you too probably, mm. this, the everyday person has a voice. Yeah. Mm. And I totally. think that's amazing because who would ever have listened to us? No, no one. Nobody. Oh, no one. People, no one. You know I mean, I'm, yeah. even with my business, I've tried to get some, you know, see if I could get my voice out there. Nothing ever. No. So until you start being authentic and then, wow. Yeah. Isn't that an Oprah thing? I'm going to be a Yeah, I love Oprah. Oh, show. I love Oprah. But isn't that when, and I think that's what resonates with your show and people ask me all the time, how to start a podcast or what yeah, should I yeah. do a podcast about or blah, blah, blah. And I'm in no way an expert, but I do say that's the thing you can hear. If if, if you're really speaking from your heart yeah. and it, people connect with it like yeah. almost immediately, yeah. zing, it's like a light goes yeah. on yeah. and then then makes people feel less alone. That's right. And aren't we all, I think, a lot of people are very lonely. Yes, very. And we've oh. had a, so much feedback from yeah. that. I'm just lonely. I'm on my own even though they're married or, yeah. you know, mm. and then, yeah, we're like, no, now we've got a community. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's so oh. beautiful. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Honestly, <laughs> my God, so amazing. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what is it about, just what is it about your lives that bring you joy? Because I know oh, we've heaps. talked quite a lot about the yeah, stuff that yeah. is really difficult. Yeah. I'm a person that laughs all the time. Yep. So no, I, really? Yeah. <laughs> I find joy in a lot of things and it definitely keeps me going. Um, But the really amazing thing about having children with additional needs is they're really funny. Funny. Like every day. I can't even tell half the stories. I know, me either. Judgment. Yeah. But my gosh, one of my twins the other day was standing in the bathroom swearing at the mirror before school. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing? He's like, just getting all the shits out. (laughs) 
you can't. Like, uh, and we've all felt like that. We have. And I've got to do been. this. School's yeah. hard. I've got to do it today. Yeah, I'm get, get all, all the shits out. out. <laughs> I love it so much. I used to work with a teacher who had, and it sounds terrible, a fuck cupboard, but yeah. not like yeah, you're yeah. going to do that. But just <laughs> yeah. when things got too much in yes. her classroom and the she kids would go in there. she would just be like, yeah, and yeah. Shut the that's my pantry. Like, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> you need it. Yes, yeah. you do. Uh, I yeah. laugh too and, yes, yes, my girls give me so much humour. My yes. husband's really funny too. So yeah. even though we've had some hard times, obviously, um, sometimes he says some really hilarious things. <laughs> so, you know, movies. We went to the movies last – did we go a couple of times last year and we laughed a lot and we said, yes. I think we should do a podcast on movies yes, that are that's funny. that's right, we did. And, and that's we- how we started thinking about it because yeah. we were the only ones cacking ourselves in the movies. We were. And, <laughs> and we cause it started off when we went to see The Book of Mormon and we laughed so loud that oh. everyone was staring at us. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. They were. Then, then we had this young guy really – Attractive, not that that matters. Sitting oh, next that's to us when we're old, yeah. <laughs> and he was with his beautiful girlfriend, yeah. and I said to him, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "I am so glad you're next to me." She's not laughing at all. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Real to me, <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. couldn't stop laughing. No. So yeah, we've had that connection always to have a laugh together. Yeah, yeah. We have. TV shows, podcasts. Oh, my dad read a porno. Our most oh, favorite. So funny. you know, we just so laugh fun. every week. Yeah. So yeah. I think also this sounds shallow, but making my bed in the morning and putting all the cushions on just brings me Makes joy. You happy? I'm yeah. Like, I have got my shit together. together. Oh, I, the read, house, I read shell. that somewhere about making your bed. Yeah. My best friend and I used to do that when yeah. we were teenagers or something, and it yeah. does change it your mood. Yeah. Those European cushions that yes. my husband thinks are irrelevant. Yes. Yes. They are so relevant. Yes. So relevant. <laughs> I don't know what it is about cushions. It's like another cushion. Yeah. I don't know. Just. You don't understand. Well, my husband, um, Molly, who I call one of my twins, she said, Dad made the bed wrong, so he put the skinny pillows at the back and then the European in front. (laughs) And she lost her mind. Dad did it wrong. I was like, yes, he did. (laughs) Because there is something in that. No, but it's something about making your space around you feel beautiful. There really, really is. Makes you feel better. Yep. Yeah. And I like to have a Coke Zero every day. Oh, yeah, Diet Coke. Yeah. It's just my little... Every day is a happy sound. Yeah. It's so sit and have my lunch by myself. I suppose, oh. you know, after 10 years of early childhood to actually have lunch by myself, I find such a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something I, that I like, you know. I was having a Diet Coke at work the other day and a plumber came into the lunchroom and he goes, they'll kill you, you know. Yeah, and I just know. said, people inject heroin. <laughs> Honestly, we've all got something. Oh, yeah, I'm a coffee person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you do those little moments in your day. Do you think that having been through trauma, little things bring you so much more joy than they used to? Yeah, without a doubt. Mainly in terms of our children's when they do something that you didn't think they were going to do or, you know, like the little moments that other families would just not even expect. Yeah, like we just this, take it for granted. Like this morning Molly got herself dressed. She really, And that's a big deal to me because I yeah. normally have to do it for her. Yeah. Um, I do her hair and all that sort of stuff. But I was, I said, thank you for yeah. doing that. She's 14 and I'm thanking her for getting herself dressed. Yeah. But so those things really, yeah, jump out to us. Small goals. Yeah. Really yeah. small things are massive. 
Yeah, yeah they, they are. They're, they're the yeah. little wins and you've got yeah. to celebrate them. Yeah, we do. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I loved one thing that you said because a lot of um, people, obviously I was a teacher, so I have a lot of teach friends, yep. something I'd never thought about. You talked about the awards that people getting at <laughs> school. Our thing, our most, is our most, most downloaded really, episode. Yeah. Just yeah. just for turning up. So it's an attendance award. Yeah. Um, and I used to work in Indigenous schools up oh, north. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Where in- Fascinating. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it off the pod. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Because this is about you guys. Yeah, okay. It was a really amazing experience. Full yes. on. Yeah, I intense, bet. Lots yeah. of kids with trauma. And, I bet. Yeah, huge things. Yeah. But hilarious. Yeah. But they had that. They had like the attendance yes. award. And I get that. I think mm. that's a different scenario mm. to our little eastern suburb school. Although yeah. I did find out it was for the refugee children. Ah. We've got a big Burmese population at our school. But on the day when it happened, I just I, I just started having a panic attack. Yeah. When that sounds really dramatic and it, and but no one would have noticed, but my heart was pumping and I was just outraged that all these children were getting lined up and given an award for attending every day of term. And I was thinking my daughters would never get that. No. Like then that's not their fault. They've had surgeries. And last year I had quite a number of surgeries. So this happened last year. I was on high alert, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe a few years later, maybe it wouldn't have been as offensive. And we've had a lot of people say. And also the feedback on ridiculous awards. Ridiculous awards. So if your child is an academic, which is a lot of kids. They give them ridiculous awards. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> like you're trying to find something. Oh, no. And so then let's just get rid of them. That's what we believe. Yeah. We're we yeah. anti-awards in school. Oh, yeah, just get rid of them in, so just get rid of in primary school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree because yeah. I also think kids know when they get a B. Yeah, award. oh, they totally do know. And it doesn't give them any more no. self-esteem. It does the opposite. It does. That's kids right. actually get, and people, humans, get real self-esteem from things like your daughter getting herself dressed. Yeah, yep. that's right. Or reading a book that you couldn't read before. That's right. Learning yes. a new word. Exactly. Yep. Knowing that you had a goal, you worked towards it, you got it. Yeah. And the glow that they get is yeah. so much better than yeah. a stupid certificate with a donkey on it. It's so says, trite now. Oh, I just I know, I mean, Sat through so many assemblies. I just think, oh, and God. And student of the bloody yeah, week. Yes. We had to do that at our school and I was <laughs> oh. just, I would have to give it to the kid that I know had tried the least but, like, yes. wait till December. <laughs> yeah, like, see? I'm getting it now. <laughs> and you're like. I know you've done nothing all yes. year, but here's your star of the yeah. week. Like, yeah. No, no, no I, I, just, I agree. I think, I think they're yeah. really hurtful. So I, in the podcast, we talk about the fact that one of my five is quite bright, and yeah. we call her scholarship because she has got a lot of scholarships, but she can be quite what's the word? Not street smart. Yeah. So my brother teases her every time she makes a ridiculous ridiculous decision. Come on, scholarship. Yeah, I wanted to make that. She point. said to me the other day, "You have to change that because people don't know that backstory and they think I'm up myself." Oh. <laughs> Okay, maybe. maybe but, yeah. um, so she, school came easy for her, right? She's just finishing her year 12 now. Mm. But she got top NAPLAN and the school would send her an award in the mail for getting top NAPLAN. Mm. Top all those ridiculous tests you did. But she did no more work. She would have done less work than the twins would do to, to do homework. To try and get that. Yeah. Because it takes them forever to do anything and we've got to scaffold it and have post-it notes. It's like an occupational therapy session yeah. just to do 10 minutes of writing, which takes yep. us an hour. Yeah. So why don't they get an award? Yeah. She is going to, if everything goes fine in her VCE, get a really good mark. Isn't yeah. that the reward for her? Like yeah. getting into a uni course she wants. Why do you give her an award in grade four when some of her friends are in ed support and struggling, struggling with dyslexia and all other things? And here she's getting this award because she can read Harry Potter. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that's yeah. not, I do not like them. 
Yeah, yeah because it's harmful for the it's other children for watching the other that. Children. And she doesn't actually need it because she, you, when you're the top of the class, you know. Yeah. You and when you're the sure bottom, do. you know. Yeah. So, so let's not yeah. give her a spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What I did love is how you talk about kindness. And empathy, empathy, yeah. and yeah. how much that's such an important thing for kids. And my God, if someone said to me, "Your boy's really kind," oh, oh could you get the best compliment? You know, or you know, yeah. your. I remember my friend's son was doing cross country. His friend fell over. He stopped, oh. picked help, picked him up, and they ran together. And oh, she said, no. "That was it. That's the moment of my parenting yes. life." Yes, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Yes, that is something to be proud of." It oh, is character. Right, yes. and yeah. that that showing your heart and and being kind and empathetic and yeah. compassionate, yeah. my God, so yeah. much more important I so think than more. all of that other stuff. Yeah, what is it? Because you talked a lot about food and people giving oh. you food and what people <laughs> did for you, particularly in those early days, but yep. even now, yep. what is it if someone has a has a mate who's going through something like this? We're talking about, talking about this in on the, the car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's the stuff? What's the good stuff? No mints, is that no right? Mince. Yeah. <laughs> no mints. Yeah, so I have a no mints policy. <laughs> Yep, no lasagnas. So because we had so many and I just couldn't eat another lasagna. And that sounds awful when you've been so graciously given food. No, but what did you say when you know better, you do better? Yeah, that's, oh, that's right. right. So yeah. when so when it came to the time when I was making a meal for someone, I decided I said to myself, it's a no mince policy. So just think of something else because all the other people will bring lasagnas. Yep. And then I started telling people that and then they were like, Oh Mandy, oh my god, I bought you a lasagna. I was like, I know, I know, but I'm sorry, but I'm just not doing it anymore. <laughs> I need to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No holes barred. Well, what did you say, Kate, in the car? I think you have to muck in. So Yeah, that was a good word one of our listeners said. Yeah, if someone rang me and so I've recently broken my arm, so nothing to do with parenting. Yeah. And if you rang me and said, can I help, I'd say, no, I'm fine. Mm. But if you turned up at my house with dinner, which lots of my lovely friends did, or came and said, I've got half an hour, um, I'm going to do your laundry. Yeah. Then you're like, okay. And Thank you. I was saying to Mandy when my twins were tiny, so I had the other three children were all in primary school, a friend just came and said in November, we're going to do all your Christmas shopping today. Let's take all the supplies to Eastland, our local shopping centre, and we just did it all. She went back and forth to the car. I sat in the change room. It was a, actually a horrible day but great Yeah, because I wouldn't have done it. I yeah. couldn't have done it. And that sort of stuff, I don't think you can offer. You have to actually do. Yeah. Mm. That's so wise. I can come this day. These are the days I can come and yep. I'm going to come and give you a hand wherever you're at. Yep. Yeah. Not yeah. a do you need help yeah. because everyone will say no. Yeah, they will. I'm pretty fine. much yeah. over the edge desperate. Well, last year I knew Molly was having another surgery and I knew I was going to need help because yep. I've done surgery before and so I actually put it out there and said, can someone start me a meal train? Yep. So you can do those online. Um, where you type in and people can see what meals everyone else is bringing, yeah. see where the lasagnas are. <laughs> and um, and then for I think for three weeks I had people bringing dinner every night and people would bring dessert, then they'd bring like biscuits or they'd things bring things for school lunches, yep. um, breadsticks, bags of chips, <laughs> like just oh. the women just got beside me. And I had fruit baskets, just, you know, fresh fruit, nice strawberries, just things like that. Um, Helps when you're a mum with three kids and you can't get to the shops. It's life-changing. It's life-changing. Or a magazine in with the fruit basket. Oh, it was beautiful. Just that. People mowing our lawns. We've had that twice where I've had people, I've heard the lawnmower and gone, what the hell? And there's our (laughs) friend out there, usually the dad, mowing our lawn. You know, like just go and do it. 
That's so Just put your lawnmower in your car and go and fucking mow their lawns. (laughs) That's right. You heard it, man. If you see it, do it. Something like that really helps. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, and it's yeah. The, and because I think people feel like they don't want to intrude. They well, do. that's the other thing, Kate said. You have to be prepared to be turned away. Yep. Okay. So I remember when I was deeply grieving about my daughter, one of my friends came to the door and I turned her away. Yep. We're still friends. She yeah. accepted it, but I just said no. I yep. can't talk to you today. Yeah. So that's the only person I've ever done that to, and she. I've been friends since I was thirteen, so I probably knew I could do that to her. Yeah. Um, but it was. I don't think I've ever done that ever again. I was that low. So just don't take that personally. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, off you go. And or if no one answers, just leave the food at the door and go. You don't be expected to come in and bring your three kids and have a morning tea. No way. You know? and if you've got, we had a friend whose um, husband was terminally ill, and so we organised a massive camping esky that um, could keep food cold for like yeah, six have it days. Out in this, and yeah, we just put front. a note on it and said anything you put in here will not be returned. Yeah, um, and. People just put it in and left and they didn't have to. And that's, yeah. You don't have to see the people either. No, no. Yeah, sometimes yeah. just leaving it at the yeah. door, right? Leaving it. It's really, really good. It's, yeah. yeah. It's powerful. Yeah, it is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, um, I haven't told this story and I'm, I've got to because my friend was a naturopath and I had mastitis when I was in the hospital and she massaged my boob. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the milk could come out. You guys have yeah. some amazing friends. Yes, we and do. I forgot to tell that story. But we I do. just, I was so desperate and in so much pain, I did not care that my friend was massaging my tit. <laughs> but that's what it is, right? But she Parents. did get a big lump. So oh, she just got that lump out wow. and then the milk started pouring out. And I oh was just like, gosh. thank you. She yeah. just sat on a little stool. Oh, amazing. <laughs> she didn't care. That's so great. Yeah. That's something actually I re- I related to when you were talking about expressing. Yeah. Yep. And just sitting on the oh. It's the worst. It's the worst. Thing. It is the and nobody talks about how nope. bad how difficult breastfeeding can be. Not everyone's yeah. experience is like yeah. that. But if it is and the shock of it and yeah, the, the shock the guilt and then the yeah. cycle of like, well, you're not good enough as a mother yeah. and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. It's full yeah. on. They're not baby cows. They don't just walk over and attach. No, and they don't. I mean? They have to learn it and you have to learn it. And it's a mind and it's game. It's really hard. It's a mind game. Yeah. You know, can yeah. I keep doing this? Can I do this for another three hours? Can I yeah. get to the next feed? Can I, you know? Or can I get up all night every three hours and express without baby's home in the middle of winter? No, awful. But we did it. Yeah, because put it in the freezer. Yeah, yep. or just the fridge, and then we drive to hospital, hospital seven o'clock in the morning, in the morning and yep. take it, and put it in their fridge. Oh God. Yeah, and take, and then they were like, "Can you stop? Because we don't have enough room." Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're expressing, you can well for some people, you yeah, can get a lot of milk out yeah. eventually. So I'm bringing like a liter a day, yeah. and they were like, "They're not even drinking that much." Yeah, they're taking thirty minutes. So just back off the expressing, Mandy. I was like, "Okay, I can go to four hours overnight." <laughs> was it something that you felt like you could do mm-hmm. though? Too, because oh, yeah. you went there yep. in the hospital, definitely. Because yeah. I would have found that, oh, my God, having to leave them there. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. yeah it's Just uh, don't actually ever get over that, I don't think. No, you don't. Yeah. No. The no. idea of having somewhere accommodation where you could have stayed oh. next to the hospital, well, there is been amazing. in that. Yeah. There really, really there is. Really, there yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think they do do it for country families. They do. But mm. you're still 30 minutes from your children. And if I was lucky, I didn't get any of those phone calls, but people get phone calls yeah. in the middle of the night. Your baby's sick, you've got to yeah. come, you know, and yeah. you've got to get dressed and drive 30 minutes yeah. in a very distressed state. Yeah. 
Why are you sobbing? And yeah, oh my God, yeah, be able and you've got to be other close. kids at home that you yeah. need to. Yeah, and yeah. life still goes on. Bills have yes, to be paid. That's right. Stuff yeah. has to be cleaned. Yep. Darren went back to work because like, it wasn't what was the point. Yeah, we're both, both 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 going to sit next to him in cribs all day, and then I needed him when they came home. Yeah, so yeah. It was a bit of a lonely time. Oh. Well, oh, you're yeah. a bloody champions, both of you. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know this, about this that. stuff I don't know. that you've been through, and yeah, the but joy we've got that friends that go through worse, way, way so, climbs than us. You know, way we tougher. really, really do. So we just think we're kind of mediocre. Yep, we're middle yeah. ground yep. disability uh, mums. Yep, and um, and you we know, have lots of friends with terminal children. Yes, that's you know, right. They've got um, yeah. We do. Yeah. And so yeah. we know, I know that I am lucky. And we, Mandy and I are big proponents of luck. Yeah. Got a term baby, good luck. Yeah. You didn't, bad luck. Like it doesn't happen because for people, a reason. It you hear people saying, oh, oh, well done, you made it to 38 weeks with twins. And, and that really upsets me because I'm like, what do you mean you did well done? No, your body just You're just lucky you. that yeah. happened because yeah. yeah. did that mean I didn't do well done? Yeah, no. It's just, no. That is all those words. Oh. That is huge. It is not your fault. No. It is not. Women, I think, especially yes. take it on. It's your fault. If yep. things don't go right, if you can't breastfeed, if your baby's yep. got is sick or issues yep. or can't sleep or yep. whatever yep. it is. It's not, yep. it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's just sick of it. It's luck of the sick draw. of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's I just I say it all the time, I'm sick of it. it. Yeah. Just yep. Stop it. Yeah, two yep. middle fingers up to yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and speaking of, this is something I, we're, we're sort of coming to the end yep. soon because I'm conscious I don't want to keep too much of your time. But I wanted to ask you about um, religion. Oh, Christianity. Yeah. Because you talk Yeah, we haven't got there yet. No, 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 we're scared. I know. Because you talk about how you were you're pretty intense. Ex super Christian. Super Christian. Is yeah. that like Hillsong? Like happy, sort of. Clappy? Sort of. I went to Hillsong quite a few times, but okay. um, yeah. Our Protestant church. church. Protestant, yeah. yeah. I actually belonged to um, a church. So yeah. oh, okay. it's not mainstream either. No. So, and they have quite different religious views. Like they have the Sabbath like the Jews. So yeah. sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, you don't work, you That's don't. Right. And so our whole culture, all of our friends were in that group because when you don't do anything Friday night to Saturday night, you can't hang out with regular folk. Like yeah. they're at the footy, you're not yeah, allowed to go. Yeah, that's right. So when we broke away from that, we had to reestablish ourselves a friendship group and I was 33. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So They're all your friends. All the, your friends. Was that before or after you had your twins? So after I had the first scan with the boys, I never went back to church. So wow. it was like boom. And I remember standing in the shower crying, thinking, oh, my babies are probably going to die. How am I going to manage my life, my other kids? And you go through all hormonal thoughts that don't even make sense. And I remember like everyone at church, we'll pray for you, we'll pray for you. And then I remember thinking so will my babies live because I'm praying for them? And then the other women that are sitting in that room at Monash, their babies won't live because no one's praying for them. And it was like this light bulb. And I went, oh, well, I can't be involved with a God like that. And I've never been back to mm. church. So, yeah, mm. that's really it. How can God bless one person and not another? How it just doesn't. Because like, when, you, when you go to <laughs> but church. But when you're in that, that's the language. And it makes sense to you then. Yeah, because everyone's saying the same things. When you're at church, people say, God loves you like you love your children. So I looked at my kids and thought, well, just because they don't ask me for dinner doesn't mean I don't give it to them. Yeah. Like, you know, why was God only going to do it? What sort of relationship is it where I have to ask you constantly, do you like me, Mandy? Yeah. Do you still like me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fascinating. And that's, I don't know, it just 
all of a sudden, one day, it didn't make sense. Yeah. Wow. And it was that cut and dried. It really was. It. And then I was, you know, worried. I was supposed to be on bed rest and then I had newborn twins and so then the gap had got Just trying long to get there. there. Impossible. And I went back once because mum and dad really wanted yes, to show their grandbabies off. of course. Off. So we did go back but I just felt foreign. I was just like this is all weird all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And the longer you – and I don't want to mean any disrespect. I've got good friends who are Christians and Seventh-day Adventists and I love them and I love that they do what they believe because a lot of people don't do what they believe. It's true. Mm-hmm. So That's they do do thing. it and – Society mocks them for it. So I'm really proud of them for that. But when you don't believe it, it's hard to sit there. You're like, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you suddenly see it as an outsider. Yeah, And it's very strange. It's very strange. I'm, my, I grew up very Catholic. Right. I went to like a happy, clappy yep. um, Antioch kind of uh, yeah, group thing yep, and yep, did yep. the whole thing. Yeah, Because I think if you're someone that thinks very deeply about the world and your place in it and yep. everything and spiritual, for yeah. want of a better word, you can't help but think, well, yeah. you know, it, there is a lot about it that's wonderful. Yes, and, you know, there you're part is. Of a there community. is. That's right. Yep. And, and people cared for us at that they time. They really did. Yeah. We got meals from for our months. churches. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And it's a structure. Amazing. And yeah. yeah. But there are also inherent deep problems. There too. Are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massive ones, especially role of women, too. And yeah. very big. Massive. Massive. Yeah. But it is strange to step out of it and then go back and be like, there's a man in a dress. Yeah. He's never had a family <laughs> telling me how family life is. Huh? Yeah. I know. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. It's, it's interesting. It is. You must have found that so difficult at a time in your life where you needed support. Well, I think and to... more power to them. They still supported us. They didn't know that I'd had that little epiphany yeah. and they just thought, well, she can't make it to church. Yeah. But it soon became obvious that we couldn't and – I think, out of, and I was like the children's worship leader. Yeah. I did um, worship service, mm. leading out in the songs. My husband played the music. So we had a huge community. And I think out of that community, I have two friends that really yeah. said, you don't give a shit, you're our friend. Yeah. Because, And I don't think that people don't like me. I think that what brought us together was that common belief. And once you question those beliefs, they struggle to relate to you. Mm-hmm. So. Can't do the foyer talk. Small talk in the foyer. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Um, which, which I love that you said that's actually stood me in really good oh, stead. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, Darren was like, well, my husband, he's like, I can get away from anyone. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, oh, hang on, I've just got to go over there. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I mean about when tea. he's funny. Yeah. Because he yeah. didn't grow up in the church and then he joined when he was about 19. and But I grew up in it. Mm-hmm. So um, he had a life before it, then was in it for a bit. And then when everything happened with the girls, then we both stopped so going. You stopped going as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just oh. couldn't go anymore. I was a singer. I was a worship leader too. I was sung. I didn't care about sermons. I just love singing. And so I'd go, I'd get there, I'd get the two babies there and then I'd think, I can't sing those words. No. I cannot sing those words anymore. I'm so sad and I'm so tired. Yeah, and I could be asleep now. My husband could be looking after the kids. Yeah, why am I dragged us all here? We'd moved out of the area. So from the church we were kind of living close to, we moved a fair way away. So it was, it didn't feel like my community anymore, but it was, I called it a faith crisis. I just, I couldn't. People couldn't understand how I'd left. My whole extended family is in this church. Yeah, yeah so is mine. It's massive. So, um, yeah, we haven't spoken about it yet because no, we're we nervous. Haven't. But we anyway, it's good to kind of talk about it a bit and then yeah. we can do it because we're going to do it before Christmas. Yeah. So because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Because yeah. we love, love yes, it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Where are you at now with God? Yeah, um, I don't know. No, I don't know either. 
it's really hard when you've been brought up with a really strong belief to just go, that's not true. But I can just say that it doesn't make sense, mm. a lot of it. And I feel a freedom from knowing that if there's a God and he likes me, that's cool. You know, and if he doesn't like me, that's also cool. Because yeah. like, did he make me in his image? That's what it says in the Bible. Yeah. So then he must like me. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's done. Yeah. Or she. Or, or she. she. That's yes. right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, there's I no have, she's. Yeah. There's no she's in the, in the Bible. No. no there's, I, this is just off topic a little, but I was speaking to an obstetrician yep. who was saying to me, she read a really interesting article, she's not religious, but they were talking about women's pain in hospital, uh, women's experience yep. in hospital, all the right. stuff that we go through yeah. and how often suddenly through childbirth you suddenly are not given their respect, your pain isn't respected. Yes. Endometriosis, period pain, not respected. Yes. And she said some of it may be linked to in the Bible yeah. when Eve eats yes, the apple and then right. the line is something, yeah. I'm going to butcher it, but, yeah. you know, now you are cursed that's yeah, right. forever. Every month. Yeah. With, every month with pain in childbirth yeah. or whatever. And what did men get? Fucking weeding. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there will be weeds in your garden. Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> and you know what? I just, that to me made me so furious. But then I also thought, yeah, that there is yeah. something in oh, our culture is. that is still oh, of there. Of course there is. At not, or not consciously, necessarily. No, that's something about women. Well, there's pain. a lot to unpack. There is a lot. <laughs> there is a lot. It's a whole episode. So, yeah. you know, we don't have that much time, but I can't yeah. wait to no. listen to that episode. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. we're going to think about it. We'll we try and do a good job. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we I could fill an episode with telling you all the stupid shit people said to me, oh, yeah. but I don't necessarily want to do that. No. I'll yeah. say a few. But <laughs> just a really, really, just a really, one. really bad yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but you know the impact on our parents. Yeah, your parents. Heartbroken. Now it's heartbroken. Heartbroken. The children weren't being brought up in the church. Heartbroken. Devastated. Still devastated yeah. about that. So mm. it's yeah. a really. You realised you were breaking people's hearts. Yeah, it's awful. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah, you know, it's what? hard to leave. Mm. Yeah. 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 But my friends have stayed beside me. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Your so religion wasn't quite as. It, yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. I don't think no. you had more rules. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, me leaving and, look, I think, you know, because I had a diagnosis pretty early of yeah. cerebral palsy, I think people are more forgiving, what, yes. whatever the yes. word is. So, yep. you know, but yeah. it's, it's certainly – I certainly noticed people then carrying on with the church life that I wasn't in anymore and I knew that I was out of that world yeah. and that was hurt, that hurts for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, but now I don't feel quite like that. Yeah, I feel like, oh. Thank God I don't have to go to all these meetings. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I know. 7.30 meeting for this, 7.30 meeting for that. Income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never did that anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to hell anyway. Uh, no, God. Well, thank God that you don't have to sit there and listen to a, a bloke. I know, talk to you Claire. It's just week. not relevant. Just a bloke. Sit there and talk to you who, yeah. who like in the Catholic Church, has no children. No. Yeah. Irrelevant, birth. irrelevant, like, irrelevant, most irrelevant. Most of the time, a lot of the time, probably gay yeah. and repressed yes. Yes. for many Poor years. Poor things. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Like there's a yeah. lot of repression a lot. and guilt and all kinds yep. of busy going on. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, God, we could talk for hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So much to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you just yep. before we finish about what it's like for you to have a voice now oh. and have your podcast, have your, because this is your creative outlet, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So what is it that creativity gives you, this thing? Because oh. you were singing, yeah. you have your styling, you both yeah. have your own businesses, yeah. but what is it? creativity gives you I think it's actually been life-changing life-changing yeah I feel just in five months I can't even put it into words but I just feel lighter same 
and I feel proud. Uh, yeah. I feel proud of us. And that I think we did it. We're telling things that we haven't told. Yeah, we've been hiding these secrets. That and I think secrets. both of us are kind of um, pe- like people join us. Like you know that person, you know that person. You should be friends, or yeah, you know. Yeah, we and are. so we're just yeah. doing that on the highest level. <laughs> so we've got we've got a Facebook hangout, and now everyone's in there. I, nothing makes me happier than seeing people cheering each other on in there. Oh. Yeah, so I'm amazing. so thrilled to be a people joiner. Yeah, it's find just, friends. You're not alone anymore. It's no more people crying on the floor by themselves. No more. Yeah, or in the shower. In They're the in shower. the shower. Well, they do. Or at least write down. But then they tell us. Yeah, and then, and then we say yeah. Them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's not stopping, but people don't feel like that's unusual. Yes, that they cry them. They cry every night in the shower. Yeah. So we're saying you're not alone. No. That is life changing. It's and yeah. it's interesting. And I've got stories to tell now. And yeah. so I go to book club and they're like, Oh my god, Mandy, what are you up to in the downloads? Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Oh, and don't even get me started about the Lee sales and Annabelle oh. Crab effects of your downloads. It just changed that changed everything. That changed everything. Yep. It really hundred thousand really downloads. And it just goes to show when you're in the podcast world what somebody else can give you. Yeah. By being and we will do that too. Yeah. Totally. Like it's just such a lovely community that like on TV, someone wouldn't say on Channel 10, you should watch this show on Channel 7. Yeah, no. But in the podcast, the podcast world, everyone's like, this is a good one, listen to that. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's sharing. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's a beautiful community. And when we went to that, I'm going to say it wrong. Ozpod, but it's Ozpod. Ozpod. I always call it Podcon. Podcon, Podcon. That's a cool. Like, you should create another conference called Podcon. Anyway, so Ozpod. <laughs> we realised that we were like, wow, people are really nice here, and yeah. Well, maybe I mean, hopefully forever. But in the early days of podcasting, I suppose um, people are interested. You were. You listened to us. Yeah, you were you so know? lovely. Oh, didn't know yeah. how. We didn't know anyone. We no. were just turning up like the mums, the forty-year-old mums from. <laughs> Outer eastern suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I turned up. None of my friends were there, and uh, I just and I just you were so lovely. Uh, <laughs> just so welcoming, like automatically. Uh, oh my god! Well, and because yeah. my mum always told me be a friend to everyone because she always has mantras, and so she just said that to me every day when I went to school. Be a friend to everyone. Be a friend to everyone. So and I nice. think it worked. Yeah. So I just look out for people. Yeah. I you can't can help tell it. That. You don't want to be on your own. And you're looking no one wants to be on their own. Now. Yeah. No, it, we, no one wants to be lonely. No. What is Glennon Doyle, who I adore, yeah. talks about everyone's hot loneliness. And once yeah. you actually tell everybody about how lonely you are or how much you're feeling or the terrible, honest things that are happening to you for real, yep. suddenly everybody opens and everyone's yep. like, yep. freer. Yep. That's and, yeah, and that's what's yeah. with us. Yeah. In every <laughs> email. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you haven't listened to two P's in a podcast with T double O. T double O. Correct. The P two movement. I love it. Listen to the first episode and you'll hear it explain everything. Correct. That was great. All the different names as well for your show. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love it. People are amazing. You should absolutely go and check it out if you haven't listened already. And you can listen in Apple and all the places. All the places. Absolutely. And you're also on Instagram too. Yes, we are. Instagram handle. Two P's pod. Two piece yeah. pod <laughs> with your beautiful logo. Yeah, your friends yeah. Yes. and I love it. Yeah, and Facebook and Twitter actually, but I'm not very good on that. That's me doing Twitter, so <laughs> I'm trying. And then oh. I tried to join LinkedIn, but I don't know how to do that. Oh, I don't know either. That's oh, good. Those in place. Emails. Oh, I, I don't, don't think we know. need to be on LinkedIn. Well, someone no. said to me at that, I was like, oh, you better get on LinkedIn. You know what? The Shameless Girls who've done um, yes. the Shameless Podcast, which is a great one, they said they just focus on Instagram. Okay. Because that's right. their place. Because yeah. if your listeners, if you don't like Twitter, probably your listeners don't either. Oh, yeah. True. Well, some people yeah. have been on there, but, you know, maybe like the doctors and the. Yes. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? The health professionals yeah, are following me on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, forget LinkedIn. I don't know how. You can also share. Now we're just getting good at this stuff. <laughs> uh, but you can also share like your whenever you post on Instagram, you can just share it to yeah, Twitter. Yeah, sure. But okay. it's, yeah, just do but, it that instead. Yeah, yeah okay. But, um, I don't know. Anyway. Go and listen. Thank you thank so much, Mandy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So oh, and thank you for what you're bringing to the world. Oh, really? Thank Amazing. Thank you, world, for listening. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 You've been listening to a podcast called Just Make the Thing with me, Claire Tonti, and this week with Mandy and Kate from Two Peas in a Podcast. Okay. If you would like to find out more about Mandy and Kate, which you absolutely should, you should go and listen to their show, Two Peas in a Pod, and that's T-double-O on iTunes and all the podcast apps. You can go and follow them on Instagram at Two Peas in a Pod and just deep dive into the joy and the humour and the mess and the honesty that they bring to their show. Life just throws you curveballs and these two have certainly been throwing a lot of curveballs but have taken them in their stride and they're bringing a whole P community along with them. So I hope you get a lot out of their show and out of this interview too. For more shows just like this one, you can head to Just Make The Thing on all of the things on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Claire Tonti on Instagram. That's where I like to tell stories and my social media of choice. You can also scroll back in the feed. I have interviews with people like Claire Bowditch with comedian Will Anderson with Luke McGregor and Celia Pocola, who wrote the beautiful ABC TV show, Rose Haven. I've got heartfelt conversations with my friend Chanel, who's just become a new mum. We discuss parenthood and being a new mum and newborns and all the things in between. I've also got an interview with Carly Finlay, who is an incredible disability activist and writer, and her book, Say Hello, is so worth a read. All right. That's enough from me. As always, thank you so much to Royal Collings for editing this show and I will speak to you soon. Oh, just quickly, we have a new podcast called Suggestible that's been out just for a little while. It's with me and my husband, James. I'm going to leave a little teaser for you um, at the end of this episode. I hope you enjoy it. We wish you a Merry Christmas. No, we, what, wish no, Merry we Christ- don't wish you James, a Merry Christmas. it's the time of the year when Christmas oh is Oh, my upon goodness. Us. Christmas comes earlier every year. Next, it's going to be hot yeah, cross buns in the store. It should come even earlier. I love the carols. I love the lights. I love the decorations. I love the two early Christmas trees up in the shopping centres. I'm very excited. I love the way that you don't have to go to a shopping centre anymore for Christmas. You can just, like, buy stuff online. Then you don't have to elbow an old lady off a balcony. <laughs> To get to the last Yeah, you're whatever. that kind of person. You're the Grinch of Christmas. The gr- As I've said to you before, the Grinch of Christmas <laughs> is just the Grinch. You can apply that to other things. You could say you're no. the Grinch of sports. You're the Grinch of eating well, red apples. Right. You're the Grinch of life, specifically <laughs> Fine, Christmas. <laughs> anyway, I'm Claire, you're James, and yes. this is a podcast about recommending you things to watch, read, and listen to. That's right. What have you got for us this week, Grinch of all things? <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 